listening to Evolve with Nicolette, a bad bitch healing. Welcome everybody to the Kumu Studios and to season four of the Evolve with Nicolette podcast. Yo, we're popping in here because it is hot AF, <laughs> but that's because there's a lot of people in here that are hot AF, okay? Yeah. Um, oh, this is dope. Let me just say, like, preface this. I have been off and on hiatus for six months, so this feels good. This feels super good to be here with a lot of people that I know and love, just met, and with my special guest. So I'm so excited. Shout out to, ooh, this is what we look like. Oh, Yes. <laughs> so shout out to my special guest on the side. Oh, so we're live right now in the Philippines and North America, abroad, all the things. So I have a very special guest to my left. I'm so excited. She has been on my like wish list for guests. So oh. when she said yes, I was like, oh, snap, this is happening. She is a lifestyle entrepreneur, money mindset coach, and host of the Manifesting Money podcast. And in 2021, Anita went from having a negative bank, uh, negative bank balances, being hassled by debt collectors, working up to five jobs at a time to running her own six-figure company now. Through her social media platforms, specialized coaching courses, and podcasts, which currently has over 200K downloads. Yeah, she gave me the update. She works on her life's mission to educate others on how to achieve limitless abundance through manifestation. So welcome to the studio and to the podcast, Yay! Anita May Aguilar. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Girl. I felt like we've been talking about this for a long time. I know, right? right? And you're just saying that we're nervous, but we're not. So it's like, I feel like it's because it's been manifesting for a long time. Yes, a long, long time. And I actually went on to one of your lives like, mm. ooh, let me just see if she'll actually yes. pick me. And then you did. And I never do that either. So I was live on Instagram and I was just calling people out and just answering questions from there. And we connected through there. Yes. So it was so cool. And when you asked me to be on the podcast, I was like, of course, I'll be yes. here. So. And two, she drove all the way from San Diego. Yeah. Some more people came. Shout out to Karamami yeah. for driving all the way to San Diego. <laughs> Shout out to everybody for coming to the L.A. area. All the things for battling all the Dodger traffic and soccer traffic. All the things. Thank you so much for being here, y'all. Um, it's been such an inspiration to watch your journey because I saw your pod, uh, your TikTok when you were just only at a couple thousand followers. But I was already vibing with the content <laughs> because, duh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then I saw the flip of when you went from just a couple of days to a couple thousand to mm -hmm. almost 100,000 followers and then your views going like through the roof. And usually... Like, old Nico would have been like, oh, why not me? Mm. It went to instantly of, like, <gasps> if it could happen to her, mm. it could happen to me. So I instantly got excited, you yeah. know? Because uh, I feel like when you're in this realm of, like, being a creator and having a podcast, being an influencer and doing all the things, it gets overwhelming, mm. right? Because it's the consistency, lack to see success in the beginning. Mm. Or maybe not. For some people, it's just, like, instant, right? Yeah. Uh, but I've been doing this for four years now, and mm -hmm. it's like, ooh, we're, we're getting there. 
we're yeah. now we're in a studio yeah. now. Yeah. We're part of Kumu now, right? And then I'm rubbing up a little bit people from one down, so I'm here, you know? Mm. So that's what gets me super excited. And then mm. to see your story, it's like super inspiring. Yay! Okay, so we're back. The building was burning <laughs> for a second. <laughs> and we're all the way together. Okay, so like I was saying before I got rudely interrupted. <laughs> I used to say that all the time. Wait, my sister's going to watch this, and she's going to laugh because she would always say something, and I'd say... As I was saying before, it's a really yeah. So. so like I was saying, <laughs> okay, um, it was just dope to see your whole journey, mm. right? Or not even whole journey. It's like the beginning of it. Mm. And I think people, uh, we'll get to that part too. The thing for me is that like it's just like your content didn't change. Mm. If anything, now the testimonials are rolling mm. in because now people are really hearing what like you have to say and yeah. really implementing like the stories. Yeah. So. One of the things that people um, may not know is that you were doing like a bunch of jobs, mm -hmm. what, just in the pandemic? Mm. Or when did that whole train start from being like a makeup artist, doing yeah. the five jobs? Was it Uber Eats or Postmates? Uh, it's a little bit both. I mean, I was always that friend who had multiple jobs like you know that one friend that's like what's Anita doing now you know um, I painted houses before yes. I was a server and then I was a bartender I worked at a kiosk if you've never worked at a kiosk in the mall before don't do it <laughs> but when I tell you like I just really knew that I was going to be financially not only abundant but like mm. a millionaire you know yeah and it's like when you know and it's like deep down in your soul like nobody said it or and you don't have external proof right you just know and so yeah. my idea has always been work because that's what my parents told me and that's what my dad said and um even going back to like things that i can consciously look back at now of where the belief started is that i specifically remember there is a guy who pulled up next to us us in our family van i'm a little girl and he has a red car uh, corvette and in my brain, that means that guy's rich, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's an older gentleman. And I said, Dad, what does that guy do for a living? And my dad said, that guy worked his whole life for that car. And I was like, oh. And I didn't realize it. But I literally took on the belief that I had to work my whole entire life. To get the car. To get success. Or right. like rich or whatever it was. Uh -huh. So um, like the specific point that you're talking about is kind of where... Again, you kind of, I don't say you have to hit rock bottom, but in my story, that's where I hit my first rock bottom. <laughs> no, yeah. That's how I say it first. There's going to be a couple, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like, uh, my twin sister, she was the one person who really held me accountable with my finances. So um, just so I can explain this to anybody who is also watching this or here today, is that I didn't really look at my numbers. I didn't really know how much money was coming to my bank account. I didn't know how much money was going out. <laughs> I also was late in all my bills. Always had debt collectors calling me. Every time they did call, block, 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 block. Yeah. Don't answer this number. Um, and then, again, I was working all the jobs. So I'm a really big numbers person. Like, I like to break down the numbers because <laughs> it just helps yeah. me build the belief. But Monday through Friday, I was working in an office job um, for door-to-door -door sales. So I wasn't oh. doing the door-to-door -door sales, but I was... the like lead generation, probably? Yeah, or like yeah, telemarketer? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was, people would come in for interviews. Okay. And I was a front desk. Okay. So, yeah. So, I made $300 a week there. 
Okay. <laughs> and then I would get done with that and I would go to makeup school because makeup was what I really wanted to do. Uh -huh. And then I would leave school or leave to go to school around four all the way up until eight. And then I would say, ah, well, I'm already on this side of time. Let me drive for Postmates. Okay. And then um, on the weekends I would bartend. And then if I had any other time, I would uh, do makeup. Wait, I was also in the National Guard, so that was once a month. So that's like the five Girl, jobs. Yeah. Yes. Right? And you, I know you're like seeing this and you're like, how is that possible? But now, what year was this? Um, that was... Or span of years. I think that was like, that was like four years ago, maybe five now. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, I don't know. I always say four, but I feel like I've been saying four for the past <laughs> year, so I feel like it's probably five by now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was when I was in Virginia before yeah. I moved to California. And um, my twin went to, on deployment. And so one, I was working while she was gone. You know, I was like, I'm alone. So, you know, I can just work, yeah. make a lot of money. So my twin came back from deployment and I was still broke. Mm. I was not only- Working all the jobs. Yeah, not only exhausted. I mean, being tired from all that stuff is one thing you'd expect. Obviously I wasn't sleeping, but it was also like first thing in the morning, wake up, grab my phone. Oh my gosh, I'm late. I got to go. I don't have time for breakfast. Yeah. Um, I don't have time to work out. Yeah. I don't have time to eat. Let me just grab something on the way. And it was just that. And then mentally exhausted. Like I was doing, yeah. my, my energy was so folk, like scattered. Right. And then when my sister came back, she introduced me to a book and it's called You Are a Badass. Yes. At Making Money by yes. Jensen Carroll. Yes. And in the book, there is a girl named Anita and Anita wanted to quit her job and um, manifest $60,000 so that she could pay off her debt right. and feel comfortable starting her own business which is what I wanted to do yes so long story short in the book I highly recommend that everyone reads it or listens to it but um, in the book Anita is learning about the law of attraction I had no idea what the law of attraction was until that point either um, oh, nice. So she's getting sticky notes and she's writing the number 60,000, 60,000 and believing that it's coming and meditating and you right. know, matching the frequency. Right. Um, and then she's sitting on her bed and she's like, nothing's happening. And then she gets this download and remembers that her grandfather gave her stock when she was in high school or graduated. Uh -huh. So she goes to her closet and she gets the box out of her closet and it's the first paper right on top, doesn't even have to look for it. And she calls the number and the stock sold for $60,000 to the T. Yes. And so even now it still gives me chills. <clears throat> yes. And at the time it made me cry. Yeah. Like I just broke down crying and I didn't know why, but now I know why. Um, so even if, if, if everyone listening and like here today, like if there's parts of my story that resonate with you, it either gives you chills or it makes you emotional um, it's simply because it's part of your story. Otherwise, right. your body wouldn't have that chemical reaction. Yes. Um, but long story short, that was when I went down the rabbit hole. I listened to that book. I realized that I was working out of scarcity. I was working that much when my sister was gone because I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be alone with my thoughts. I was, you know, I could sit here all day long and say I believe money can flow to me. Yes. But if I'm working all day long, it's like there's no room for the magic. You right. know? And so that, that was at the point where I realized of like, oh, I'm the reason why I'm attracting all of this lack into my life. 
Yes. And while you're doing multiple jobs, scattering all your time mm-hmm. just to like chase the money instead of letting it like come to you and flow to you. Yeah. I love that. That's crazy. <laughs> so when was that moment when you were just like, well, I'm not doing these anymore and just so because that probably was also mm. um, like the reframe for you that like, oh, I don't have to do all five jobs. Mm. I could actually do a couple things, but not all this. So what was that like when that resonated? Yeah, I think. Because was it instant after no, you No, that's book? the thing. It wasn't yeah. instant. I mean, it was. The resistance had to be there. The decision was instant. Me yeah. releasing was not instant because right. I was like, okay, I know all these things aren't serving me, but it wasn't right. like, let me just quit them all, all, all right now. Right. So I, I do want to make this very clear because this is what's going to happen or probably happening to people right now in this room or even watching is that when you make that decision and you say, hey, you know what? I am going to change the story. Mm-hmm. Everything shifts. And when we say shift, we literally mean it's like think of like a ground and there's an earthquake where things are yes. like like your your whole foundation is going to get disrupted. Yes. And um kind of like you get what you want and it's not what you want <laughs> uh so long story short my bartending job uh all of my money got stolen oh yes out of my drawer well i had it in a bag i dropped the bag somebody that worked there took the bag and they're like you can either pay back the money or quit and so i realized and how much was that amount like nine hundred dollars yes which and the, it was the most money i've ever made on a that, that shift like i worked there for yeah, two that's years crazy um, and then that's when I, I remember being very like sad and some people say depressed, but like, I don't like using that word because it was me just feeling, you know what right. I mean? Right. But I think a lot of people going through that process or who would have put, been in my shoes would have called it depressed, mm. but it was really me just releasing like, this yeah. isn't who I am anymore. And right. that's why it felt so heavy because it really wasn't about the money at that point. Right. Because I was making like $500 a week. Again, I'm a big numbers person. <laughs> yeah. $500 a week. I was going, you know, working yeah. that crazy amount of hours. Yeah. But um, from there, it was, that got released. Um, I'm trying to think of some other scenarios. Like, I think Postmates was the one thing where it was really hard for me to let go. Mm. And it was like, well, it's not a big deal. It's just one ride. And I was like, okay, it's a big deal, Anita. It's a big deal. Yeah. And so when I started treating it like that, um, it would be like, okay, let me just 24 hours, just not do anything. Yeah. And I just remember because I was was out driving and I was so frustrated. I'm not getting any requests. I wonder why. And even when I did get rides, like it'd be so far, get canceled or whatever. Um, And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go home. I'm so frustrated. I'm so tired. The only reason I'm out here is because I don't have money, so I'm in the lack vibration. I'm still figuring everything out, right? Yeah. It's starting to click yeah. now. It's starting to mm-hmm. make all make sense now. Yeah. Um, and then I went home and I watched the movie The Secret. Yeah. And that was actually my first time watching it, and I was actually moving to California. Ooh. And I just remember that day when I sat down on the couch when I got home and watched that movie, Somebody on my Facebook Marketplace. That was the other thing. I sold everything on Facebook Marketplace. Like, yes. I would created money. But anyway, someone randomly messaged me and said, hey, can I buy all of this stuff that I had listed? <gasps> and then it was like proof of like, okay. Right. I didn't drive. And I made more money. And I'm not working. And so it's like, it kept, little things like that kept happening. Or my car would break down. Now I can't drive for Postmates. And it was just like that. 
until um, the next shift started to happen. Right. I love that. <laughs> I, I think one of my favorite phrases, because it's something that's like true to my life all the time, and for people around me, for every single person, is that when life seems to fall apart, mm -hmm. it's actually falling into place. Mm -hmm. And we're actually living through mm -hmm. that season right now <laughs> in my life. Yes! But it came to the correlation of like, I've been asking mm -hmm. for the most biggest manifestations for the past two to three years. Mm -hmm. So it only makes sense why my whole life is shifting mm -hmm. into the most uncomfortable place I've ever felt in mm. because it's, I'm actually making room for mm. everything I've been asking for. Yeah. But I'm impatient and I'm a Virgo, so it's like, uh, where's my stuff at? I know. Where's, I waited. I waited. Yeah, like, I'm being a good girl. Why am I not getting it? But it's just divine timing. Mm -hmm. And when I'm ready, that's when it's coming. Mm -hmm. And it's working and it's all coming to me and it's actually done. So I love all of that. Because mm -hmm. there's that resistance. A lot of people don't understand. It's not mm -hmm. just about believing it. It's not just about, it's actually doing the work and letting it go. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the part a lot of people don't know how to do, is yeah. to let go. The, the attachment to things, to situations, to people, mm -hmm. you're just so addicted. Mm -hmm. Or just, um, that's all you've ever known, right? Like, you've mm -hmm. only ever known how to do f five jobs. Yeah. Right? So what am I going to do with all this time now? Mm -hmm. Am I going to be wasteful with this time? I'm supposed to be making money during this time. Mm -hmm. And then the shift started happening where now everything um, that you actually wanted was the money. Mm -hmm. And the less you did is actually with the more that came in. Yeah. So that like juices me up because I, I watched, um, I heard one of the podcasts where he explained that story mm. and it was, I was literally in my car, like, that's what I needed to hear right now. Like, thank you. Right. Mm. So I just love people to understand like the power of sharing mm. because then people think that that situation is only exclusive to them. Mm. Right. Or it could be something just like you said, like if it's resonating, if your body's having chills right now, mm -hmm. if it's making you emotional, you're not alone, mm -hmm. right? So I love this. Yeah, it's I so love true. it. And I'm just so grateful that you have me on here because I talk a lot about this on my podcast. But like when my external world started to shift, people started to view me differently. Yes. And even now, like I think people unconsciously put you on a pedestal. And it's like, that's why I have the podcast because I'm constantly telling everybody every single step of the story because the reason why I'm doing it is so that people can know that they can do it too. Yeah, that it's you attainable. Like, it's not exclusive to just Anita mm, yeah. or Nico or to whoever, Yeah, right? It's literally that simple to like let go mm -hmm. and then start implementing. Mm -hmm. But then everybody's like petty Nico and is like, where's my stuff? <laughs> where's all the stuff I've been manifesting? Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about that part. So how do we okay. work on the patience? Like, how do you work on like the trust? Because one mm. thing I heard, I think it was a couple of days ago, because I've been di binging manifesting money uh. podcasts, uh, where it said the money and power have this, or money and trust have the same uh, frequency. Same frequency. And I never heard that before. Wow. And that was like a light bulb went off. And mm. I'm like, well, we're broke because yeah. <laughs> yeah. a bitch is not trusting. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. bitch is very insecure about her wallet. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. Break that part down because I feel like it's very, uh, very necessary, very real. Because then people will be hearing us talk right now be like, you guys are smoking something. Yeah. That, well, that's the thing, too, is that I didn't not believe in manifestation. Right. I just didn't understand it. 
Right. And I'm not a very like practical person. Like I need to know the step-by-step process. Like I'm a very um, just see it, believe it, receive it type of person. But there's two different types, and I've learned this not only from myself, but also people who I've coached and mentored, is that um, I always give this example. That I said, if I give you a million dollars, if you can make an extra $100,000 this year, would, you, uh, would your answer kind of navigate towards um, how am I going to make the 100000 Yes. Or would you go towards what am I going to do with the million? Where does your brain go? Mine? Yeah. Um, right now it's at the how. Yeah. See, that's where people get, a lot yeah. of people are right here. Yeah. And that's why, because uh, I'm here. I don't care how I make the 100000 I know I can create right. money on demand. Right. It doesn't matter if I'm painting houses again. I can make $100,000. Yes. Because this is the end goal. Right. And I'm living in the end goal, and I'm already seeing what I'm doing with a million dollars. And I feel like that's why a lot of external things happen, because in my brain, it was already here. Yes. And so a lot of people get stuck right here where they're like, well, how am I going to make $100,000? Yes. <laughs> but this doesn't matter. Right. And so when people say forget about the how, they're really just like... Like, either way, you're still going to have a how. Right. And you're still going to make a plan. Um, but that plan isn't going to go the way that you think it is. Yes. <laughs> it's the attachment to the plan. Yeah. Yes. And the plan is here so that your subconscious mind can believe that it's true. Yes. And so what you're talking about with the frequency, like, I'll break this down a little bit. of like, again, the science behind it, too, because there's so much science is that yes. we're all made out of energy. Like, if we were to get a microscope right now and, like, get super close into it, yes. everybody is like, we're all made out of atoms and particles, and we are literally vibrating. And we're vibrating um, at certain frequencies, right? Oh, so if yes. somebody walks, walks in a room and they're mad or they're upset or they're sad and they don't say anything, you can still feel it because Hell yeah. of their vibration. Yep. And the same thing when somebody is excited and motivated. Yes. And so what happens is that when you do this work and you start to really become conscious of your thoughts, you really start to pick up not only on your own energy. Yeah. And that's how I make every single decision is that does it make me feel good or does it make me feel heavy? Right. Does this job make me feel heavy or does this make me feel excited? Right. And I just kept picking all the things that made me super excited because I knew that... Again, if you're looking at frequencies and you're looking at how all this stuff and you're over here operating out of guilt and shame and fear. Right. And it's not that those things aren't going to come up. It's just that we're already born at the highest vibrational state. Yes. But then things happen where, you know, my dad said, well, you have to work hard for that money. Well, you didn't get the job that you wanted. Well, you got a flat tire and your bank account's negative. And it's like all these external things start to happen to lower a vibration. Mm. So it's not always you have to like jump up and down to be, to raise your vibration. You just gotta let it go. Yes. And feel it. Like, remember how I was saying like, I didn't wanna be alone? Right. That's what I did. I felt what being alone would be like and mm. all the things that I was repressing. Right. AKA depression. Yes. And that's when things started to open up for me. Mm. One, because I wasn't resisting it anymore. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I was in flow, and there's another question that you asked me, but I'm, like, blinking on it. Girl, like, you had me at, like, the part where you even reframed depression, mm. right? Because 
that like I'm diagnosed with PTSD. Mm. So that is depression and anxiety. Mm. Yay me. Right. But it's like I'm not my diagnosis. Mm. This just happens to happen to me. Mm. And that there's those times where like it's just a feeling. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I love that you even reframed it that way where, okay, now I know what it feels like to be alone. Mm. I don't have to bunch up my time so I'm not alone because mm. now look what's coming into my life because now I have the space to even pay attention mm. to what other things can actually happen to me. So yeah. I love all that. Yeah, and I remember what you were just saying. The question was, was again, kind of going back to like, well, how do you believe right. that you're... The trust, like, yeah, where does that come trust. from? Yeah. So when it started with the little things, like, again, going back to the Postmates of like, okay, set an intention... And it's like you almost have to play a game with your mind. Yeah. And the reason why I tell people, like, like most of people who teach manifestation say, forget about the how, forget about the how. Yeah. But it's like if your nervous system is freaking out. Right. And you're having chemical reactions in your body when someone says forget about the how, then it causes so much resistance because you're like, well, how can it be so easy for someone else? I must be doing something wrong. Yeah, it's like unfathomable for any, for like, how is this easy for other people, but it's so hard for me? So then you go down another loophole of, like, something's wrong with Yeah. Me. Yes. And so that's why I have, not only for myself, but also my clients, like, you're the only one that knows how the money's going to manifest for you. Mm. So if I say you need $1,000 by the end of the day tomorrow, mm -hmm. and I say you can go sell something on Facebook, like, if your body feels heavy when I say that, mm. if it doesn't feel like it's possible, well, it's easy for her to say. Yeah then it's, it doesn't matter what you do, the money will not manifest. Right. But if you say, hey, I know I can get $1,000 selling T-shirts or whatever comes up for you, right. the first thing that comes up for you is how is your path of least resistance. And again, not to say that that first idea is how the money's going to manifest, right. but kind of going back to the example of like T-shirts, like let's say you went to go sell T-shirts for $1,000 right. and you don't hit your goal. Right. But then somebody who's seen it online said, hey, I've seen your post. Can I hire you to do content for me? But they wouldn't have seen you if you didn't take that first action. Right. So it's really about slowly building the trust. Right. But it's also like, um, like you're already here. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's trying to get to the next level, but you're already here. Yes. And I think, like, I, my, my perfect example of this, and I think about this all the time, of like all the times where I was like hustling and grinding and uh, and then like even I'm sitting at home watching TV on a Saturday. Yeah. 6 p.m. Nothing to do. And I was like, I worked this hard just so I can sit down and watch TV. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, the other day I went to the park. I fell asleep at the park. I looked like a homeless person. <laughs> the, the officer came up to me. Oh, no. He thought that I was like homeless or something. <laughs> and it was just so funny. I was like, oh, sorry. I was, I was grounding. <laughs> I was literally grounding, connecting my feet with the grass. And it was just so funny because, like, I manifested my dream apartment. Mm -hmm. But I'm out here in the grass. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it's crazy. And I think once I started to realize that, and um, even now, it's like I always wanted to be somewhere else. Mm. I always wanted to be somebody else. Mm. I was I want to dress like her, and I want the way that like my hair to look like that, and I yeah. want 
that house and I want to be living yes. there. Yes. And then once I realized that I was like, oh wait, like I'm already here, that's when the external world will start to give you more. Right. Because it clicks. Yes. You know? And start to match everything mm-hmm. that you're visualizing in here. Yeah. Yes, I love this. <laughs> and uh, we had talked when we met like a couple of weeks ago that, right, and you talked about on your podcast a couple of times about your upbringing mm. and, right, your grandmother was an immigrant mm. and then your mother's first generation. I think your dad is too, yeah. right? And then those types of beliefs, right, mm. because one of the most common beliefs, especially with coming, being a children, child of immigrants, is that you have to work hard mm-hmm. in order to get money mm-hmm. and it's always hard work mm-hmm. always having to pay off always having to mm-hmm. do all this it has to always be the, the for me the word that keeps on becoming more and more prevalent is hard mm-hmm. hard hard right so for you you talked about how your parents worked mm-hmm. crazy amount of hours my thing is my same story i saw my parents in the morning at six thirty when they dropped me off and i didn't see them till eight mm-hmm. o'clock or nine o'clock at night so as uh, children and grandchildren of like immigrants, like how do we start to redefine? Because we even talked about like yeah. you wanted to explore like your roots yeah. and get connected and stuff like that. Yeah. So what's that? What's that like? So wait, how old are your boys? My boys are eleven, nine, and six. Lord uh, have mercy. Yes. Okay, so cute. Hello. <laughs> um, like the reason why I asked that is because like. Your subconscious mind, so think of it as a sponge. This is why when you say a bad word around a little kid, they just know it right away because <laughs> their brains are they're literally sponges. Yes. Like, but once you know that your subconscious mind creates 95% of your reality. So in your in conscious mind, which is like speaking something into the, is, is existence, us talking right now, is 5% of your reality. Right. So like everything that's happening right now is because of your subconscious beliefs yes and first off when you go through that shift like just because i became conscious of my thoughts and i started to think more positively and you know set new intentions i still had to live through all of the past programming yes that i already like had been manifesting right you know and so what you're talking about is again our past generations um and then that time when your subconscious mind is a sponge is from the age of zero all the way up until you're seven years old yes but that's like kind of like surface because even like let's say you're in the womb and father doesn't want the baby like your beliefs are still getting programmed in those times you know yes and so once i just really like to point out that part because usually what's happening is that maybe you'll have a belief when it started when you're six years old and it repeats Right. Over and over and over again. And so, like, you could be 50 years old and it's still the same story. Right. Until the cycle's broken. And so, um, and what you're going back, what we're talking about is generations. Yes. So, I guess the biggest thing that I love to not only tell my clients is, like, yes, obviously, there's a lot of things that we're shifting. But there's a lot of amazing beliefs and, like, proof that we've had because of our parents. Yes. You know, so something I have my clients do is to pull off not only to limiting beliefs, you know, unconsciously we're saying we work hard and stuff like that, but also like I can create money out of thin air because my dad is a money manifester. Like he can snap his finger. I remember he came vacation and we were working on a Monday and he's like, he comes back home at the same time 
while he was out exploring. And he's like, I just did a job as an electrician and here's a couple hundred <laughs> on dollars. On vacation. Yeah, on vacation. <laughs> and I was like, I have that gift because my dad right. built that belief in mm. himself. So I think it's not only pulling the unconscious limiting beliefs, but also, again, superpowers that you have. Right. Um, and then is to consciously start to shift the old stories. Yes. So, like, just even that, like, what you're talking about is, like, it's money flows to me more when I'm not working, you know? Like, money flows to me more when I'm resting. Right. Money flows to me more when I have energy. So right. that is the conscious mind. But what happens is that your brain looks for proof. So think of it as a little scanner. <laughs> yes. So it's like if you say um, money comes to me when I'm not working, your brain will literally look for all of the proof that that is true mm. because your subconscious mind never wants you to think or ne- never wants you to be wrong. Mm. So if you say you have to work hard, your mind is like, your mind's like, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no filter. They don't care what you say. They just always want you to be right. Right. I love that. Because then, too, when I work hard, money mm. comes to me. So mm. then you have nothing but the pictures mm. of everybody working hard around you, right? Because mm. it's going to give you all the proof. I love that so much. So that I feel like that's where also, too, the resistance comes, right? The resistance comes. Even when you're trying to, like, break the cycle and you're that one person in your family that's trying to, like, break out the mold of, right? Being Filipino, it's always being in the being a nurse or being in the medical field and it's Mm -hmm. like when you're that one um or even you know being Mexican that you have Mm -hmm. to go to college this is the only way how you're going to be successful right um breaking the mold and being like no I actually could break off and do my own business Mm -hmm. or actually could be a singer actually could be a coach Mm -hmm. actually a money mindset coach you know it's like what the hell is that and then you have this whole thing so I feel like it's it's hard sometimes when you're trying to break that cycle and you're the mm. first person mm-hmm. to do it. But what how beautiful that is for the generation behind you, beside you, because it's like now that's for their uh, subconscious mind proof mm. that like oh shit, this actually can work and this actually can happen. Yeah, I love that. And, and it's like also like like it's heavy when you go through that. Like you feel yeah. so much, but it's also because like you're feeling what. Not only yours, but, like, all of the generations behind it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for even for Mother's Day the other day, I was, like, getting so emotional. Not emotional. I say expressing my emotions. Um, because I was, like, oh, my gosh, all of the stuff that my mom went through, my dad went through, my grandmother went through. Like, you know, I really, like, I didn't feel bad. Mm. I just felt everything that they went through yes. within that moment. You know what yes. I mean? So yes. that's. So wait, kudos to all of the people breaking those. Yes, breaking in. the molds. Yeah, because we don't, we don't, we're not always conscious of how good that we had it, have it now. Right. You know? Or I couldn't even tell people were struggling around me. Mm. Right. Or even I couldn't even tell. Right. My aunt was one of the people that I was around the most when I was younger. I had no idea she was going through a bankruptcy mm. at the time. Mm. Now it makes sense why she was moody some of the times. Mm. <laughs> but it was like, yeah. oh shit! Like, still, my life was still great. Right. And also too, like that. Um, you know, seeing all of those people around me doing all the hard work and um, getting stuff done. Like now it's just like, oh, this is 
this is me now doing what I want to do. This is like my tribute to them. Mm. And like, I just want to make them proud. Mm. And like, I'm able to do this. And all the sacrifices that they were able to make is mm -hmm. now the reason why I'm able to do this now. Mm -hmm. um, I love that. Love, yeah. you, love, love that you brought the ancestors into it. Um, I feel like <sighs> one of the things that I liked from binging your podcast was that you had said that somebody told you about like, oh, look, you're always lucky. And you're like, hell yeah, I'm always lucky. <laughs> I love that mm -hmm. because um, a lot of people like to reframe, reframe it as mm -hmm. being blessed. Mm -hmm. So even kind of like demonizing being lucky too. Mm -hmm. So I love that you say that. Can you like um, tell people a little bit of like how you factor that into your life? Because yeah. I love like when I listen to your podcast, it's just like, yes, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So why is it so hard for me mm -hmm. when I do it? in my own life mm -hmm. and when daily life is happening to me. Yeah. Because actually, yeah, I am so lucky. That's yeah. not something unbelievable. Yeah. I, I like to go back to the time where my high school was having a five-year reunion. <laughs> Who does a five-year reunion, by the way? Your high school. <laughs> I'm from Nebraska, by the way, so I was like, whatever. But then the first beliefs are and thoughts are, wait, I'm not successful yet. I don't have money yet. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a nice car. Right. I need to lose weight. Ugh. You know, all the things come to the surface. Right. And then, like, what happened is, like, my brain went down this rabbit hole, and then I got to the bottom, and then I, it was, like, a little light bulb, and the light bulb was, like, well, what if I got up on the stage and I said what I was going to do? And all of the things that I had been working on is shifting, like, and just spoke it into existence. Yes. And then they see me on TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people say, don't forget about me when you're famous. I hate when people say that, bro. Like, I actually, know. actually, I am, dog, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it makes me so mad because I'm, like, like... Like, I'm not a different person because I'm on TV. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, people, um, like, they think that success changed you. Right. But you changed, and then success followed. Mm. So I was like, you see me working on my mindset. You see me being woo-woo and weird. I remember in, when I was in the military, everybody used to make fun of me because I always had my journal. So I'd walk around with my journal in my uniform, and I'd be like, you guys are going to see me. I'm famous, and I'm going to have a because of my journal. You know what yes. Mean? So, honestly, for me personally, even when you're in the thick of it, like, even now, like, I'm going through a lot of stuff in my business and in my personal life where I'm like, I'm not going to talk about this right now, but I know yes. I'm going to get through this, and then I'm going to tell the story about it. Yes. So, like, when you have that perception of it and you're like, ooh, this is going to be good for the book. Good for the book. Yes. Then it just shifts your perception of it. And also, for me personally, it just gets me to that higher vibration. Yes. Um, and it's also, again, going back to the science is that the law of polarity, it's always going to be it. like this. Yes. Like, things are always up and things Never are always linear. down. Yeah. People take it personally and they think, well, I was doing something right then. And then I was doing things right, uh, wrong now. 
Mm. That's why I don't have money. That's why my relationships aren't where they want to be. That's right. why my car broke down. Right. But those are actually signs mm. that the blessings are coming. Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I go viral on social media because I tell people like, if you just got fired, that's a sign. If your car broke down, that's a sign. Nah. Not only my proof, but I have so much proof that nobody can tell me that that's not true. Right. Even if it is something that was just made up. You know right. what I mean? There's, there's so right. much belief in it that it's like it manifests. Right. You know? Like sometimes it becomes so unbelievable what happens to you that it's like, oh, this isn't me. Yeah. This is something else mm. shifting. Because mm. there was a part, right? Like, because I'm in, I'm in the same mindset, too. Haven't really told anybody about what's really, like, going on. If you're close to us, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, the thick of it of when it's, like, oh, my God, this is really rough right mm. now. Right? And then I was actually living in it for a second. There was mm. probably like two months straight where I just could not get mm. out of the funk. And I was just literally in survival mode. Mm. And then there was one point where I was all like, hold on, I'm sick of feeling like that. Mm. And then I shifted like, <gasps> everything's moving because I was asking for all of these things before. Mm. So like, okay, <laughs> let, it, let everything burn down, please. <laughs> because it's yeah, time to let it go. Fire alarms now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> the fire alarms went off. Yeah, because then it's like, actually, I'm not ready to talk about it right now. Same mm. thing like you. Like, But when I decompress it, y'all will see that everything made sense. Mm. And yeah, I hate the people too that say, <laughs> for, don't forget about me when you get successful. Repost my video then. <laughs> At me on Instagram. <laughs> Like, it's not hard at all to, like, support those people that are actually trying to make it. But then again, it's all right if you're not on the on the wavelength. We're yeah. going to keep it pushing, and we're still going to get there. And mm. we will forget about you when we go yeah. there. <laughs> I love that. So when, when you come to, we talked about, like, the, you know, functioning in the lack and scarcity of it all, mm-hmm. right? When you're in that, like, thick of it of, like, oh. A lot of people don't understand, like, when... Or I could see it now. Now that I'm aware, I could see what's happening in, like, people's lives. And it's like, man, if only they would just see, like, that mm-hmm. other, the other side of the mountain, mm-hmm. right? So when, now that you're coaching, mm-hmm. right? Now that you've done all the jobs. Yeah. And now you're focusing on your job, yeah. on your job of being a money mindset coach. Yeah. What comes, uh, what's, like, the most frequent thing that happens with your clients mm-hmm. that it's, like, this is common amongst everyone? Um... There's, some, there's a lot of things. Mm. <laughs> I'd say the biggest one is that, like... We're all impatient, first of all. Well, I just I just feel like a lot of people think that that one lump sum of money is going to change it all for them. Yes. You know? They're like, how do I manifest $10,000? How do I manifest uh, a house? How do I manifest a job? It's like... And so my biggest... I want to bring those things to the the surface because like if you are having an intention for ten thousand dollars or a new job it's like those things are coming up for a reason right but what i help people do is try to connect the dots of again going back to the end result yes like what's the money going to do for you Mm. so i can use vanessa as an example she's (laughs) so vanessa is actually one of my clients so i'm really excited oh yeah but like even with vanessa like it was moving to california like if she didn't follow through with that manifestation Mm. she wouldn't probably be here today and the reason why i say that is because like we wouldn't have like even crossed paths like barely 
not only with us, but also with us. You know yes. what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be here if you weren't operating at the same frequency as me. Mm -hmm. And, like, a lot of times people are so focused on the money right. that they don't know what the end result is. And so when they're so focused on the lack of money, I need $10,000. I need to get out of debt. Yes. I need to pay my car before it gets taken away. Let it get taken away. Like, you know, like if you can be at that place where it's like, you know what? I'd be okay if I had to move back in with my parents. I'd be okay. Like, that's when you release all of the resistance. Mm. And, like, you're still going to, again, keep moving through the manifestation, your inspired action. Yes. Um, I always tell people only, try, try to only listen to your own thoughts mm. because what happens is someone's like well you know you can go get a job and you can do this and actually my mom told me to work at a warehouse you can work at a warehouse Anita and I was like do you want me to quit my makeup job just to work at a warehouse <laughs> do I look like I belong in a warehouse <laughs> no ma'am but I was like <laughs> it was like if even if I did do that mm. money still wouldn't have flown to me because I was acting out of scarcity right so what I tell my clients is to, again, get super clear on what it is that you think the money is going to bring you mm. and tap into that emotion now. So a lot of people think when, I, the, when I'm debt-free, I'll feel safe. Mm. I, I'll feel calm. I won't have to work anymore. Right. And I feel like even with my story... It's like, it's, it was something I was conscious of before it happened mm. and it kind of telling people about, it. it's like the money's not going to change anything. But when it actually manifested, I felt numb. Mm. I felt nothing. I felt like you think you're going to be like, yeah, you know what I, I mean? I made it. Yeah. And you don't. No. And I feel like people, you have to go through that process to know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. Um, and then I realized when I tell the story that's when I get chills. Yes. That's when I get excited. That's when I'm like, ah! Yes. So that's why, like, things like this are so important. Mm -hmm. And if I'm tapping into the vibration of free or calm, I turn off my phone. I leave that home. I go for a walk. Right. And I tap into that emotion of what I think I would feel if all my bills were paid. Yes. And then I come back home and, you know, video went viral or something like that, you know? Yeah. So tap into the vibration now is the key. Yes, I love that. Because, I mean, there's many times too, right? Especially, like, with my family going through it, there was just days, mm. hours, weeks of us just being in just scarcity and just mm. worry. And it's like, I know better. Mm. Like, I know better. But I'm not exclusive mm. to feeling those types. You got to honor that shit. Yeah. What am I learning here? Mm. Why is that coming up? Why, why am I being put in this situation? It's like, oh, crap. I don't believe in that the universe or God or whoever um, does the things to, like, punish you mm -hmm. or to teach you. Yeah. It's just the same scenario over and over and over again to make you practice what you've mm -hmm. been asking for. Yeah. Right? So one of the biggest things, and I actually haven't changed my intention board mm -hmm. from last year. Um, and trust is still on there. And mm. I actually had it like packed away somewhere and it's peeking out on the side today. Mm. And it was, I have the word trust on top of a picture of like waves of like the ocean. Mm. And I was like, Oh, mm. I know dog. I'm, I'm getting better. Like I'm trying, <laughs> you know, like, and it's, and it's, I'm starting to feel like, Oh snap. Like I'm aware I'm awake again. And it's like you said, 
going. It's the, the um, you know, that journey that's just not ever going to be linear. There's going to be times, right, we get reborn again many times. Mm-hmm. We go through, right, you talked about, like, the, yeah. the lowest point mm-hmm. over and over again, right? Because there was a time where last year I was, like, in such a big high. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden me and and a couple of my friends were talking about, well, we stopped doing the work. Mm-hmm. We, start, we started getting comfortable with You're where right. we were at. And then we didn't do what we were supposed to do. And then we kind of all were on, like, the same type of wavelength of, like, what the fuck's happening to us? Right? Of, like, uh, this doesn't feel good anymore. Mm. And then it's, like, oh, crap. We're actually waking up. Mm. And then starting to get on this trajectory of, like, we got it. Okay, you're fine. But then some people live that way, like, in scarcity and lack Mm. for a very long time. And I feel like the generations before us just didn't know how. Mm. They were only taught how to be in survival mode. There's Mm -hmm. really, right, all of this stuff was, like, this is weird. This is Mm -hmm. not for us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And it was kind of, like, the same same thing, like, for you. Like you said, you were, you know, with your combat boots and (laughs) the journal. Yeah. I'm writing my journal. I'm still going to, yeah. (laughs) like talk about it on my podcast. You know, and still people, like, I'm just not going to mess with people who don't want to be Mm -hmm. on that same vibration. I don't have to validate myself to anybody. Still going to do me. We're going to be okay. And whoever wants to hear that message can come Mm -hmm. along with us. And that's why, like, yeah, it wasn't coincidence that one day when you popped up onto Mm -hmm. my For You page. It just wasn't, right? Mm -hmm. And then here. This was all already in the making. That's why, like, when I took that chance and, like, slid in mm. your DMs, and I was like, oh, fuck, she actually said yes. Like, yeah. oh, God, we have to get shit going. So I love that because it makes things more attainable. Mm. And if you're even watching us now, somehow you ended up on this live stream on Kumu. Mm-hmm. Somehow you ended up in here in the studio with us or listening to <laughs> on the podcast. This is for you because now you're just you listening to it. You're aware. Mm-hmm. You're starting to get awake, right? Mm. Especially if you're feeling like you've been going through a lot of lack and mm. resistance and through like a lot of rough times. Get excited. Because mm. that glow up and that, like, you know, that bloom mm-hmm. of like your life is coming. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of you being able to let go. That's why I love that part when you said, like, let yeah. them take your car. Yeah. I don't get that back. I'll get another one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of it is what keeps us stuck in those things is really about caring about what other people think. Mm. And that's when, when, you know, we share in Magical Mohead Morning or when people take my class or any type Mm. of workshops, it all comes back at the end of the day Mm. of like, this, what are people going to say? And it's like, who gives a, that's not any of your business. Mm -hmm. It's just about you and how you're feeling and how are you going to get into alignment to the things that you actually want? How do we get out of here? doesn't matter what's happening outside of you anymore. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Because I literally, your whole podcast is just of that. And then now that you're sharing testimonials of everyone who's mm-hmm. doing like your workshops and stuff mm-hmm. and 31 Days of Abundance, I love hearing like the, the you know, everybody starts off the same way. Mm-hmm. It's been shitty. You can hear, you, right, you can notice like probably before you even hear them talk about or i break it down you're probably your brain is probably going through the same process that mine does yes like okay when i was starting my business then i did i quit this job Mm -hmm. and then you're like oh that's the shift yes right and uh, that's what i get excited about the podcast and breaking it down because it's like oh now other people's brains are going to go through like see what i'm seeing from the outside looking in you know yes and that's why i love that you share the share the testimonials Mm -hmm. because 
Sometimes it might not be, like, I'm not for everyone. You're not for mm -hmm. everyone. But sometimes just even sharing the story is like, oh, this might be the thing that mm -hmm. changes and sets somebody off, right? Yeah. I've watched The Secret 10 times before I even started to implement it. Mm. It didn't make sense to me at the time, right? Or it's like, oh, that feels nice. Like, just think happy thoughts. Like, mm -hmm. no, actually, there's all these other things, mm. right, that is in play here. So I love when you can hear the decrescendo of the story <laughs> yeah. and then it's like oh this is going to be juicy because the uh mm. like when they when the shift of every story and every testimonial you share is like that was so good yeah so i love that you start start your podcast that way so if you're not listening to manifesting money podcast where are you at plug it uh, yes yeah we're on all the platforms manifesting money podcast yes. um is the pod so i do a lot of solo episodes where i'm just specifically talking about money mindset and just like tips, tricks, daily downloads. Um, and then practical ways too, because I feel like mm. a lot of manifestation and like wellness, spiritual things, it's a lot of things that are really unattainable. Mm. And I loved also too that you were, that you're brown mm. and that you're a woman of color. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh snap, like you could literally be my cousin. We probably are related. <laughs> yes. I may have family in Nebraska. I don't know. We'll ask my, we'll ask my mom after the show. <laughs> what do we need to know? <laughs> you know, because it's like sometimes like it just really depends on that one person that's going to set that your mindset onto a different track. Like mm. that's sometimes all it takes. Right. Mm. I love that. So one of the habits um, I've been working on. Right. And we talked a little bit about it before was the like now, now, now. So I'm mm. so glad that like we covered that and touched that because. I feel like when you talk about like your five, like the five jobs you were doing, mm -hmm. that probably was it too. Was like the mm -hmm. money now, 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 yeah. and Instant being able, gratification. Yeah. yeah. So like when you tell, so when you talk about like your um, journey on letting go of all of that, mm -hmm. like how do you tell people to like, um, how do we release that attachment? Like to, to yeah, all of the jobs or <laughs> to money to all of it too, because even that too. A lot of your podcast, too, is not even about the money at the mm, end of the day. Yeah, it's not about None money. of it. Mm -hmm. None of the podcast is mm -hmm. about, like, the money. Like, yes, that's, like, the – that's, like – I feel like it's, like, the minuscule stuff in the mm -hmm. podcast because a lot of what you cover on your show is more about your mindset mm -hmm. and just debunking all the myths and all the lies, like, we tell ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, like, for someone who's listening to us now who's in that resistance, where so it's like, well, how do we shift, yeah. you know? So what's that one, like, little trick, like, when the thoughts start to come in and little Nico's, like, <laughs> we we're still here. Yeah. We're, we're, like, how do we get into, like, it's okay? Um, so I'll do an exercise. Yes. <laughs> so everybody, Let's do if it. you want to grab your phones, and I just want you to pull up your bank statement. Oh, damn. <laughs> and I want you to... <laughs> <laughs> no, <And> I... <laughs> and Show the person next to you. Oh shit! I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 yes, not the calculator at one penny. <laughs> so, that is the work. Yes. Like I've done interviews where my bank account was negative. Yes. And I like I would have done that same exercise and shown the person next to me. Yes. And it would not mean anything about myself. Yes. So what would happen is that I would continue to keep looking what's in my bank account 
whether, because, you know, we talked in the beginning how I had negative bank account. I had yes. multiple negative bank accounts. Maybe Federal took my bank away because no. I was so negative, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you, <laughs> let me, because maybe Federal lets you go $500 negative, just so you don't know. Shout out to maybe <laughs> Federal. <laughs> it's just so funny because people say I'm broke, and I'm like, what's broke to you? Because my broke is like negative bank accounts, overdrafts, yeah. people texting me. And I would still go out to eat. Yes, <laughs> yes. So t- the the real work and what you're talking about is releasing your emotional attachment to money. Hold on a second, because my bartender's super loud. Yo, <laughs> cool it with the ice. <laughs> is that okay? All that sad. Okay, look, yeah, the bartender, the food in the back. <laughs> Is messing with her, about to give us the sauce of how we get it together. Okay, yes, thank you. What were some of the emotions that came to the surface when we said that? His hands went up in the air. Like, if you could put in a word, what emotions? Oof. Like, Like, damn. What words? What words came up? (laughs) Not happening. I'm not showing. Fine. Yeah. Yes. Your body will tell you. Your body will tell you, um, like where your emotional attachment is. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, even with that, like, there's times where like I have no proof Mm. that this is gonna work out. Yes. But I tap into that. Yes. Before it happens. Yes. And so all of the things that have manifested into the physical form. I've been there. Mm. Maybe not visualize a specific, like, of it happening, but I knew what it would feel like. Yes. And the feeling is the biggest thing. So now, again, like, it's not only with, like, again, the resistance, like, <laughs> when it comes to money, right? Because now all I teach my clients is to keep going and talking and having that relationship with your money as if it's a person. Yes. So it's like if, if you have that fear, stress, and anxiety, um, think of it as your... Uh, I'll use husband or spouse in the kitchen. Literally. (laughs) Making all the noise with the eyes. God damn. That's right. They're in the kitchen. You want to tell them something, but you don't. Yeah. And that's like kind of is with money. Like you have to keep communicating with your money. You got to check in with your money. Hey, are you doing okay? Hey, thank you for being here. Hey, thank you for um, helping me get gas here. Yeah. Keeping the lights on. Yeah. Providing a roof over my head. Yeah. Yeah. Even when I have no money, like money and I are best friends. Like we have a really good relationship and I love money unconditionally. Like think of a mother and a child. Like you don't. The baby isn't born, and then you say, okay, do something, and then I'll love you. You know what I mean? That's how what we do with money. Right. Like, okay, right. do something, and then I'll love my relationship with money. Yes. And it's opposite. Like, money is an energetic frequency, and once you understand that, then that's when your external world starts to shift. Yes, I'm just not wearing all these furs for jokes, <laughs> shits and giggles, girl. <laughs> We're manifesting the real things, please. Oh, fur, fur, please. But I love that. I love how you turned it into something that was super um, attainable, something so super easy to do. Because I actually did that. Um, we have this in common, too. Manifestation Babe was like one yeah. of the 
first mm -hmm. like for you like into this realm yeah. she was the same thing for me mm -hmm. and doing her uh what was that the thousand day oh yeah a thousand dollars in 30 days yes 21 days that totally reset like my mind like i don't keep receipts in my wallet anymore mm -hmm. to make room for the money yeah it's not there right now mm -hmm. but like there's it's space for when it comes yeah. <laughs> yeah right and just doing those little things and not even passing like you talked about recently about the penny on the floor mm -hmm. picking up every single one and getting excited like if it was a hundred dollar bill mm -hmm. right just this that's what we're talking about is about the vibration the frequency mm -hmm. and getting in that alignment with like what you're wanting to attract because mm -hmm. like literally it's that simple you didn't mm -hmm. have that penny before mm -hmm. right and now like you're it's there's no clutter in your purse and your mm -hmm. wallet right mm -hmm. i had a friend that told me something about like well you put the santo in your purse all, with <laughs> all the junk you know <laughs> i was like oh you're right let me get him out of there i love that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we were in such rock bottom. We went back to church, girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> not me and St. Philomena and Carson, like praying for these like things to go away, you know. But mm. actually, I ended up finding that like this is the first time I've been able to meditate mm. in a long time. Mm. This is the first time I was able to be clear. It had nothing to do with Catholicism or religion or anything. Mm. But I was like, oh, this is the first time like I've been able to just be quiet mm. and free and still, right? Nobody's yeah. asking for ice. Mm. Nobody's yeah. asking for snacks. Like, literally, <laughs> Moose having a whole conversation on the side again. Mm. But still, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all jokes aside, like, this is something that's not exclusive to us. Mm. And I love that you share the testimonials. I love that you're still doing all these things. The consistency of your TikTok is what does it for me. Just mm. being able to binge. That was also the thing, too, is that one of the easiest ways to tap in and to get in uh, vibration and the frequency is to also fill your phone your daily mm. with people that inspire you mm. right so if you're a feed i always talk about cleaning your feed on social yeah. media so like i legit have nothing that pisses me off mm. on my social media if it makes me feel any sort of way i'm hiding i'm following blocking doing all the things mm. so like my tiktok is perfectly curated because there's always something coming up either making me laugh yeah. a cute chubby dog <laughs> you know like all the things right yeah. so doing that for you what does that look like how do you keep yourself on this vibration where like oh i need to feel good or i need to pick me up you know uh well that's it's like the opposite you know yeah like um like so and now that you know this i want you to go back and look at all my videos mm -hmm. like the reason why I show up on social media and I teach something is because the person that I want to tell it to yes. is not receptive. Right. So let's say that I'm talking to my close friend and like, I'm not going to give them unsolicited advice because one, it doesn't matter. It wastes my energy. Right. It makes me believe. And I learned this the hard way too. Don't get Same. me wrong. Like the hard way. And I didn't realize when I first started learning about this, I tried to force everybody else to know it too, because it kept me safe. Mm. And I was like, well, you should do that. Or don't, don't talk about how broke you are. Don't do this and don't do that. Yeah. And it caused so much resistance. So much. And even now, like, my parents don't really know what I do. <laughs> they just know Same. I'm on a talk show. Today. <laughs> and they're like, that's my daughter. And I'm like, you don't even know what I do, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my mom was like, where are we going today? I have no idea. How do I dress? And I was like, girl, we just go and get in the car. <laughs> so, We're going to eat after. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm either like telling, like transmuting the energy, the yes. frustration I have, I wish 
I could tell this person, or transmuting, I wish I would have told myself this. Ooh. You know what I mean? I wish yeah. somebody would have told me that my car breaking down four times in one month was a blessing. Yes. That it's a sign. So I don't show up because I have to. And if I am showing up because I have to, it causes resistance. Mm. And the people watching, they can feel it. Mm. And the videos that always go viral are the videos that I like. Yes. Didn't care about. No makeup on. All the time, yeah. Woke up in the middle of the night, download, dwee. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're super slang. I don't know. It's just like funny. Like I love comedy and like yes. jokes and being funny and stuff. Like sometimes I post stuff that has nothing to do with manifestation. But it's just like transmuting the energy. Yes. So what I tell my clients is and teach them is like like with social media, like everybody asked, like when my when everything blew up for me. Like, I had been manifesting being viral, or not even viral, like, social media famous, since, like, MySpace. Yeah. (laughs) Since, like, Friendster. I was like, okay, maybe not MySpace, maybe Facebook. Let me get all these friends. Okay, maybe Twitter. Twitter's not working. Vine. Vine didn't work. Yes. Instagram, no. And then TikTok, and I'm like, finally! (laughs) So that's another thing, too. It's not an overnight. And then the other thing was, like, it's because, like, I didn't go viral because I posted consistently. Right. I went viral because I was going through a quantum leap, mm. and it was everything that was happening externally because I was shifting internally. Yes. So, like, before my video went viral, I had, again, a negative bank account. Mm. I had to pay my team. Mm. I This is, like, again, when I was coaching makeup artists, but I was also moving to a new apartment, but I was mm. also putting my new products out there. And I had a really hard passing in my family. Mm. And it was my stepfather, and he took his own life. And it was the beginning of the year, and it was so hard. Mm. Because one, when I went home, it was like, how do I get money for a flight? (sighs) I didn't pay rent because I had to get a a flight home. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when we got home, there was no funeral Mm. because of money, because of... COVID mm. because like everybody couldn't get there because they also didn't have the money to get there. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. So then when the external world started <clears throat> to shift, it was like, like a little bit, I was motivated by grief mm. and like, that's also, I feel like it's something that you almost have to go through to understand where it's like, now I really got to do this to prove something. Yes. And then I was like, it's, and now I've never been more connected with him. Like mm. on my drive here, like he helped me get here. He's the one that helped me go viral on social media. You know what I mean? So, like, a lot of people think that it's, like, the consistency and, like, what strategy did you use? And I was like, I invested $5,000 that I had to ask my mom to co-sign for me Mm. while going through this whole process. Yeah. And still believing that everything was going to work out. And then the next day is when the video went viral from somebody. Oh, oh, get the story. From somebody who made a video, who watched my content, never worked with me before, and then the video got a million views, and my sales went viral, ding, 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 and I was driving to LA, and yeah, not LA, I was Las Vegas, and I was getting on stage mm. to talk about manifestation, and then I got yes. off, and that's when my 31 days started to go viral, mm. but then the testimonies, and I was like, holy crap. Like, 
how many people I impacted because I finally broke through the shell of feeling the fear and doing it anyway. But long story short, the girl who went viral in that video, like a year later, she's my virtual assistant now. Yeah, I know. It's so cool. <laughs> and we did like a hundred applicants, five calls, and she was the one that we picked. Yes, it was so cool. <laughs> so it's just like I don't know. Like when when I teach people, like in our academy, um, and kind of going back to what you're saying is like people's stories is what builds the belief. Yes, is that I'm very conscious that I'm not going to touch everybody. Right. I'm very conscious that some people Same. are going to think this is woo, but the people who are conscious yes. and who are aware, I'm like, please let me give you everything that you need. Yep. And I want you to see yourself the way that maybe somebody's viewing me right now. Like you see yourself in the chair getting interviewed because I've always seen them like that. Like Vanessa, like mm-hmm. I've always seen everybody mm-hmm. who's in my energy. I see you like that. Yes. Maybe like if you can't see it, right? Like my clients when they can't see it yet. I'm like, yeah. here, borrow my belief because I know yes. I've literally been where you're at. Yes. And your story is going to help somebody else believe that this is true. Mm. So that's why we really, really dive deep in like, like with social media. It's not so much about social media. It's about the fear of being seen. Yes. You know? And shout out to everybody who's bumping into you recently. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. that. Yeah. We just did this meditation and I had this speaker. And she guided us through this meditation. And I didn't really click of, like, how much things were, like, like people were seeing me. Because yeah. people don't usually recognize me. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that. So, like, even in the past, like, 40 Well, not yet. <laughs> like, I feel like, you know, it's one thing when you have makeup on. Yes. But when I don't have makeup on and I'm looking like, <laughs> look how I usually look. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I'm really surprised. <laughs> <laughs> bro. But I've been just like, it's crazy. Yeah. Like yesterday, somebody in when I was in the salon, she was like, you're the money manifester. Yes. <laughs> I was like, is that what people call me? <laughs> and we went and got dinner last night. Yes. You know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> and it was, it was so cool to connect because like for me, I felt so unconsciously guilty mm. because, like, you see the numbers, but you don't see who you're impacting. No. You know? And then yeah. when, when people come up to me, it means a lot. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, it's not just a number. You know? Your mind is the one that goes towards the likes. And I unconsciously do that, too. I'm like, eh, well, that one didn't get that many views. It's the, it's the vanity of it all. You know? Yeah. Until the testimonials go through and they're yeah. like, oh, snap. Yeah. I'm not talking out of my ass. This is actually, this is actually hitting the spot. Yes. Yeah. I love that. So as we're wrapping up, I wanted you to plug um, all the things that you have coming up because you have some major things happening when this um, show, when it goes on to my podcast. Oh, season four going yeah, live next week. Yay. So yes, like plug it all because you do have, have the 31 Days to have Abundance, right? So that's one program like you have and you have personal coaching, right? Like mm-hmm. one-on-one. Like what else do you have? Let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, so I kind of let people find where they fit <clears throat> in our resources if they're in alignment for them. Mm. So like our biggest thing is one, I'm really like 
please reach out to us on social media. Even if we don't go back to you right away, I promise. Like on Instagram is where I live. It's like my house. <laughs> and I just, it's, it's my thank you for people investing the time and energy. So mm. you can reach out. You can ask us questions. You can share testimonies. We share them on our story. We share them on the podcast. Again, it helps build a belief. Um, all the different ways that you can reach out to us or work with us. Um, we have an intro course, which is like just learning how to create money on demand. Like I said before, it's like, it's so easy for me to make money because I just, it's a skill set, right. you know? So if you're there, that's the intro course. The 31 days of abundance is a program for people who get the money, but they're scared of losing it mm. or they don't know how to keep it mm. or they don't feel worthy of receiving it. So really just pretty much all of the thing, uh, unconscious things that we're doing that is blocking money, working at a scarcity, working at a job that you don't like, um, knowing your numbers, setting new boundaries with your money. Or if you're a hoarder with your money. Yeah. Yep. Saving can be a form of scarcity. Yep. Like just that's like the 30 days of like, and don't join the program because you want money. Join it because you want to shift your relationship with money and then the money will come. You know, because I've had people who join and what happens is like, think of it as a wall. So even if all the information's already out there, like you just broke the cycle because let's say you're scared to invest that money. Right. Instead of going around it, you went through it. Mm. And that's the trust. That energetic exchange is the trust. And that's where a lot of people get stuck because they're like, well, I don't have the money. Then find it. Because it's not about the course. It's about you breaking that shift, whether it's this or a person you want to get or a trip you want to go on. You know right, I mean? right, right, right. So then the last thing is the academy. Um, wait, these are all ways that you can work with us, but we have a free workshop coming up. But the academy is for uh, specifically coaches. So for people who want to do something similar to what we're doing. So it's a coaching certification. We really break down not only the step-by-step process of how to, how to incorporate manifestation in business, but also really breaking down the things that come up while you're going through that shift. So we're not really talking so much about not having enough money. Mm-hmm. We're really talking about the steps that are after that, the unconscious guilt that you have after you get the money, the f- um, fear, again, of being seen, the imposter syndrome, Oof. the um, fear of having a business, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. getting out. El- Vanessa got her LLC. Yes. <laughs> Something that, you know what I mean? You're like, taking the leap, yeah. Yeah, we think those are little things, but those are huge things. Big things. So. Because that probably was pricey if you're in California. No. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yes. Big better than Texas, yes. So that's that's the most intimate one, and we do it in batches. Um, I don't, that's the only time I work with people one-on-one. Mm. And when we do work on one-on-one, it's mostly just going over the things that you already know. You just got to do it. Yes. You know what I mean? Girl, yes. <laughs> that's, and that's what the academy is for, too. It's like not only, you know, doing the work, but it's like having other people who are operating at the same frequency as you. Mm. And a lot of people don't have that. So that's why it's really community-based and, like, I love connecting. That. But last thing, we have a free three-day manifesting money workshop, which we're really excited about because... Yes. It's all about neural, um, like neuroscience and the nervous system. Again, even after you have the money, we think that the fear goes away. No. But, you know, the chemical the reaction that's happening in your body, a.k.a. anxiety, um, 
is because of the unconscious thoughts that you have going on in your head. Yeah. And we have a guest speaker who's going to help us um, break down the science in the body <laughs> yes. when it comes to the fear of and stress around money. So I'm like so giddy about this. It's been something that's <laughs> coming to the surface. It's the science and uh, neuroplasticity. I and, love that. Yeah, it's completely free. Please, please, please hop on the wave. Even if you can't like physically be there, just get in the energy because things shift. So that's going to be happening on Instagram, not this week, but next week. Yeah, so May 24, 25th, and 26th. Yes, and then let people know where they can find you on social media, where the podcast is at. Yep, so social media, everything's at Manifesting Money Podcasts. Again, Instagram is where I live. TikTok is where I create. Yes, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and I do not message back on TikTok. Please don't message me on there. Um, and then we also have a private Facebook group for people who just want to, if you tune into the podcast, you have testimonies or you just want to ask questions or just get in the energy that's available too. I love that. Thank you so much for coming all the way from San Diego, Yay! taking the leap. I'm glad I caught you when uh, I did because yeah. she gave me some news before the podcast. Um, thank you to everybody who's in here who lasted. <laughs> shout out to Shout out to the whole Kumu fam and to Tessa and to everybody production. I am so, so honored that you guys found me and that we're here doing this, all the things. Um, shout out to the bartender and my kids who are making all the noise. I appreciate y'all. I will see you guys next time because now we're back on Thursday night. So catch me here. On Kumu on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. The time may change. We'll figure it out. Uh, but thank you so much, and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Before you go, please subscribe to my podcast, Evolve with Nicolette. Leave a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me keep the good stuff coming. Also, if you'd like to sponsor a future episode, please DM me on Instagram at EvolveNicolette or email EvolveNicolette at gmail.com. Thank you so, so much. See you next time.